This episode of Politics Without the Boring Bits is brought to you by Luton Rising, owners of London Luton Airport, the UK's most socially impactful airport. Find out more at lutonrising.org.uk. This episode of Politics Without the Boring Bits is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. No doubt connectivity is a must in Westminster, and it certainly helped us to get this episode created and distributed to you listening right now. BT already connects more than 1 million businesses and public sector organisations, offering secure and reliable connectivity. Nearly three quarters of people running a business or side hustle feel they couldn't do so without reliable broadband and mobile connectivity. That's why having connectivity you can count on is a must for business, whether it be facilitating multiple devices being connected at once or making team calls or guest Wi-Fi access for customers. BT's connectivity helps keep you and your customers happy. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. We're trying to find out who was paying more attention to the news in 2016, journalists, columnists or politicians. On the politicians team, I'm joined by Michael Gove and Caroline Flint, the columnists Philip Collins and Jenny Russell and the journalists Patrick Kidd and Lucy Fisher going into this half. The scores are the columnists are in bronze place position with nine points. The politicians have got 12 and currently the reporters are storming to the lead with 18 points. We promise this second half will be more fun than a boys' night in achieving. It will be competitive. Someone, of course, will end up mentioning Brexit, but hopefully we can all avoid the mental image of Liam Fox in a hot tub. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> So let's move on to the questions. Now, some people who only pay a passing interest in politics might not realise this, but there was a small group called the Labour Party, led by a man called Jeremy Corbyn. So it would be remiss of us not to cover some of their efforts this year too. Uh, we start with the politicians with Michael Gove and Caroline Flint. You've got three questions and then we'll work our way round. Each question is worth two points, and if you don't know, then the other teams can buzz in and try and steal an extra point. Question number one, how much was Labour fined in October for not properly declaring spending on the Edstone? £20,000. £30,000? Is not right. Phil, you've buzzed. £50,000. Is incorrect. £20,000. £20,000 is correct, Lucy. I should say, you can, you can confer out loud. You don't need to whisper. <laughs> Because the microphones can pick you up. You're trying to create, create an atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I actually think worse of you for knowing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like she writes news in the newspaper. I know. Uh, another question from Michael and Caroline. Who did John McDonald describe as effing useless? Oh. Almost certainly Jeremy Corbyn, I would think. But, um... <laughs> He's incorrect. Was it most Phil? Was it himself? No. <laughs> no, that was no, a joke. Patrick and I knew it wasn't. It, it was the plotters in the Labour Party. The plotters in the Labour Party. It's correct, another extra point. Uh, and finally for Caroline and Michael, what proportion of Corbyn supporters thought MI5 was plotting to bring him down in a poll in September? Oh, about 50%. Do you, I'll give you that. It was 55% of Corbyn supporters thought MI5 was plotting to bring him down. As if they've not got as anything else to. better to do. <laughs> uh, Mike... Uh, Last time, the last thing, when I said 18 and it was 17 all the way around, which is one seventeen out, you said Champagne no. Give them an extra Eleven, five points on the other way. And th- this is, it's just a fix. It's, a, it's like outrageous. Pools have a margin of error. Yeah, it's a margin of error. It's we no, all know that 50% is the same as 55. Uh, what's happened to this country? It's no wonder that, <laughs> no, it's no wonder that UKIPs have got in. It's the post-fact era. <laughs> 
Right. Well, as you're in such a good mood, uh, Phil, uh, Jenny, we'll come to you now. Whose leadership launch was abandoned by journalists, leaving the candidate to ask BBC, anyone? No. OK. Robert Peston, where are you? No. Michael Quick? Th- this was Angela Eagles. It was Angela Eagles, correct. Hey, we know one. Uh, Let's leave it there. I was the person <laughs> in the room. Patrick overexcited. I was the one left in the room when that happened. Thinking, uh, bloody hell, I'm not going to walk over to Westminster. Second question for Phil and Jenny. Who did Labour Party members boo during a rally in Kilburn on August the 21st? Tony Blair. Tony Blair is the incorrect answer. You've buzzed, Caroline. Owen Smith? No, is incorrect. Do you want to have a go, Patrick and Lucy? Liz Kendall? No, it was um, that evil election winner, Sadiq Khan, uh, was booed at a Labour Party rally in Kilburn in August. And finally for uh, Phil and Jenny, which Labour MP sang a set of Beatles song at the Cavern Club in Liverpool? You can't buzz yet, Caroline. They've got to at least have to hear the end of the question. Uh, sang a song, uh, set of ca- Beatles songs at the Cavern Club in Liverpool during the party conference. Which Labour MP did that? We were too busy talking to the yeah. suicide ones. Um, well, let's, let's have a guess. Who, who might it have been? Tom Watson. Incorrect. <laughs> Caroline? Michael Dugger. Michael Dugger is correct. You were there, were you, Patrick? I was there. He, he, was, was there. he did a very good here, there and everywhere. And he yeah, was in Blackbird. And, and he, it was during the economics debate uh, going on at the main conference hall, but he was there and so was the Chief Whip, who really wanted to be with John McDonnell at that point. The Chief Whip then being Rosie, Rosie Winston. Winston. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So he was in the front row as the uh, groupie. On to the journalists... Patrick and Lucy, who punched a wall when their speech was changed? Yeah, Clive, Lewis. Clive Lewis. Is the correct answer. Uh, which biscuit did Jeremy Corbyn name as his favourite if forced? Short, shortbread. Yes. Shortbread is the correct but answer. He's naturally against biscuits in all forms. Are we all? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and uh, finally, what was Jeremy Corbyn doing when he couldn't answer questions about train gate? When the row erupted about whether or not there were any empty seats on the train. Was, was he going through a tunnel? <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyone want to have a go? Was he on a walking holiday? Not on a walking holiday. I think that was during the referendum. (laughs) (laughs) Was he leading the Labour Party? No, not leading the Labour (laughs) Party. No, certainly not that. Not on his allotment? Not on his allotment. He was was making jam. Uh There we are. That was the official And that's where Theresa May got the idea from. Sugar-free jam? jam. Sugar-free, non-fun jam. The next round is called Who Said That? There's a list of memorable quotes or not so memorable quotes from the year. Uh, Each team have got their own list. One member of the team will have the list. They will read them out in their best impressions of senior politicians of the year. And the other person has to try and guess uh, who said it. And uh, you've got a minute. And when your minute is up, you'll hear this noise. Which is more fun than I thought, actually, that noise. Uh, We'll start with who's currently in last place. Oh, it's the columnists have got ten points. Politicians have got 14 reporters, miles ahead in tw- with 22. So, if you could pass those down to the columnists, you can decide who's going to read them and who's going to guess. You guess. Jenny's reading, Phil is guessing. If you open them up, uh, you, can, um, <laughs> you can pass them if you want, if you want to. There's about a dozen on there, so we'll see how many we can get through. And your time starts... Hang on, so- sorry, I'm a bit thick here. You read them out in your best impression. You just read out the quotes, not the name of the person. You read out the quotes and Phil has to guess who said it. And your time starts now. If you believe you're a citizen of the world, you're a citizen of nowhere. Theresa May. You should have stuck with me, mate. I don't know. There's no checkbook. I don't have a checkbook. Pass. Corbyn is not Dumbledore. Pass. 
just think about that one again. Oh. Who might have made a reference to Dumbledore? A prolific tweeter. Okay. I've no idea. Um, when people buy kebabs, I want them to have salad too, so they can have the balanced diet. <laughs> That's Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> right, first time. The PM is called Theresa May. Sometimes I wonder if she has a secret twin called Theresa May Not. Don't know. Pass. I know. Should I get the answers to these? No, we'll do the answer at the end. Okay. Light pollution is also a problem for birds who get confused about the dawn chorus. They sing for so long they don't have any energy left to mate. I don't know why that's in a political quote. Daniel Hannon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for for embracing that with such enthusiasm. (laughs) And in particular, Jenny, for you just for you not doing them in the order they were written, but just randomly (laughs) selecting the ones that you wanted. I was JK Rowling. I was gaming this. I was wanting to do the shortest ones first, so we had the best chance of getting some answers. So the ones, so the ones you got right, I think, were so. You didn't read Labour is still fumbling its, with its flies while the Tories were enjoying their post-coital cigarette, which was Ruth Davidson. The PM is called Theresa May. Sometimes I'm sure she's got a secret twin called Theresa May not. That was Paul Nuttall. You got Jeremy Corbyn at the Kebab Awards. You didn't do the Do Do Right song of David Cameron walking back into number 10. Corbyn is not Dumbledore. You got right. Uh, no, you didn't even no, get an answer. Didn't, no, no, that, no, you didn't even get an answer. That was J.K. Rowling. I don't gossip, I don't gossip about people over lunch. was Theresa May. Please don't tweet me about <laughs> politics as I don't get involved. I said I liked Andrea because she's always smiling. The others look miserable. That was Tony Blackburn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the MP talking about how light pollution means birds are too tired to mate was Helen Goodman. Uh, you should have stuck really? with me, mate, was David Cameron's text to Boris Johnson. Uh, if you believe you're a citizen of the world, obviously it was Theresa May. And there's, I don't think you did. There's no checkbook. I don't have a checkbook. But that was Greg Clark on Promises to Nissan. How many do we think she got? We've got two. Hannah is keeping score and she's... You should get J.K. Rowling. Yeah, get them J.K. Rowling. You can, let them have three. I mean, three. let's be honest. Four. They, Make it four. They can do with it. They can do with it. Five even. Uh, right. So uh, now with the politicians next. I'll try. Shall I read them out? Yes. So Caroline and Michael. Caroline is reading. Michael is guessing. Try and do them in the order they are please, because that makes life easier for marking them. Uh, And your time starts now. I wrote a kind of semi-parodic article in the opposite sense, which is... Boris Johnson. Remind me... Remind him of anyone? Remind him of anyone? Oh, Theresa May. The economy will trump immigration. Uncertainty is the friend of the Conservative. People who say they don't know just haven't yet accepted that they'll stick with what they have. These are the facts of life, and they make a victory based on fear of the immigrant unlikely, if not impossible. Andrew Cooper. Nope. Phil Collins. Correct. I certainly, wow. wouldn't like to be, <laughs> I certainly wouldn't like to be Prime Minister. It's an impossible job. Michael Gove. No. Um, uh, pass. All I wanted to do was curl up with a good book and our dogs and never leave the house again. Actually, all I wanted to do was curl up with a good oh, book. Oh, Hillary. Our... Hillary. These, these are industrial washing machines that I sell. Keith industrial. <laughs> it felt like being a fly heckling a steamroller or twig trying to intervene with a waterfall. Oh, that was Andrew Marr about Boris. It's time, it's, t- it's time for me to live a life with more private passions and fewer public passions. Nicolas Sarkozy. He, has, he, hasn't, he hasn't yet put into practice what he said he wished to do. Oh, Theresa May. Very good. You had slightly longer then, but more because I just wanted to hear you. <laughs> No, I just wanted to Never hear your rules. I was giving you a bit of advantage. I wanted, I enjoy, was enjoying Fantastic. your Theresa May impression. <laughs> so the only one, you got uh, um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight there. The only one you didn't get, I certainly wouldn't like to be Prime Minister, was Andy Murray. Oh, right. Uh-huh. Um, 
Just for fun, <laughs> because there were no points to these, but the ones you didn't get to. Anyone have a go at what a shabby, spineless coward Jeremy Corbyn is proving to be? Will Young. Close. Mick Hucknell yeah. of Simply Red. <laughs> uh, I don't know whether it's time for me on the campaign trail that carries with it negatives as well as positives. That was Tony Blair. Oh, yes. And if Snappy. Boris Johnson or Nigel Farage had actually had to run something like a country, they'd poo themselves. <laughs> Vladimir Putin. Uh, very close. It was Cher. <laughs> uh, so uh, there we go. Uh, so now it's time for Lucy and Patrick. Patrick, sure how, how, how long would you like? <laughs> <laughs> An hour? Yeah. I didn't mind. Which you Can you do accents? Go I'll on. give it a go. The more, the more amdram, the better, I think. Uh, so, uh, you tell me that at the beginning. This I'm is the... Uh, He's fixed it against us. <laughs> <laughs> the system's rigged. Um, so this is uh, Lucy Fisher and Patrick Kidd doing Who Said That? And your time starts now. If you have an Alsatian in front of you and it growls at you... Oh, that's Soames. Yes. Kicking I did not balls, hit Stephen and I did not see him hit his head. That's going to be Hookham, Mike yes. Hookham. Well done. If you have a dog that turns, you just cannot risk Heza. it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the path to victory is too narrow. Ooh, Trump. No, come back to that one. I live in a nice big house and eat nice food. Oh, uh, you know, there's a sandwich truck about yeah, Trump's buzz in, Caroline. <laughs> Keep going. The NHS is about as safe with Michael Gove and Ian Duncan Smith as a pet hamster would be with a hungry python. Ooh, uh, Ian Duncan Smith. No, Pass. I don't Pass. Know. We have some bad hombres here, and we're going to cut them out. That's going to be Trump. Yeah. In my opinion, it is never too early for a gin and tonic. Gosh. That was very good, uh, Lucy. You got really one, precious. two, three, four, five. How did we get? Uh, I've got seven, I think. We... I think you've got eight, actually, Caroline. Ah. You've got eight. Yeah, so five, five there. The ones you didn't get, the path is too narrow is Raheem Hassan. Oh, yes, oh, oh sorry. And who said the NHS wasn't safe with you, Michael? Sir John Major. Sir John Major, <laughs> there we are. Um, and in, it's never too early for a gin and tonic. It was, was, of course, Liz Truss, who on all things food speaks for the nation. Uh, it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This episode of Politics Without the Boring Bits is brought to you by Luton Rising, owners of London Luton Airport, the UK's most socially impactful airport. Find out more at lutonrising.org.uk. But we unfortunately didn't get to, but we'll have a go at this. Uh, Who said, it is Sir Craig, but I'm very happy for you to call me Craig. Craig Oliver. (laughs) Craig Oliver. Who's he? We'd have skipped that one first. (laughs) (laughs) 
this, this is just um, gratuitous because it's worth repeating. He walked into Whitehall and started retching violently. I have to say, I think we all know that feeling. Most of us experienced it too when we saw his name on the resignation honours list. Uh, that was uh, the Theresa May at the Spectator Parliamentary Awards. Exactly, talking about Craig Oliver. And finally, who it was said... really unpleasant. It was quite funny. Yeah, it, it might not be appropriate for Prime Minister, but it was quite We're funny. We're making a political point here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we want a point for it. <laughs> Yeah, but no, no political well, let's, let's deliberately get rid of civilization. The Tories are awful. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Uh, uh, anybody um, know who said we, you haven't got a tape recorder in there, have you? So, Prince Philip, to you, Michael Gove? No. Um, I think it may... Was it not Jeremy Corbyn when... Um... <laughs> no, it was, it was reported, that is what he said to you, when you were Lord Chancellor at the Queen's speech and you had your bag. No, he didn't say that. Oh, he didn't did say he? that. No, no, he didn't say that. No, no, no. Oh, there we are. That wasn't it. He doesn't need to take the media. We've just discovered that. The media In have got it wrong again. world. No. The media have got it wrong again. So, after that, the reporters have now got 27 points, the politicians have got 22 and the colonists have got 13 points, but they did just try to make a political point, so that has now gone down to 12. Right. <laughs> uh, we now, to we now come to uh, what might be my favourite round of all. It's called Play Your Sympathy Cards Right. Uh, now, 2016 seems to have been a particularly bad year for people dying, although we'll overlook the fact that people die all the time. We are going to test how closely you read the obituaries this year in a game we're calling Play Your Sympathy Cards Right. I will give you a name of a person who died this year, and you just need to say if their age was higher or lower than the last person. If you get it right, you score a point and you can try for another one. If you get it wrong, it'll pass on to the next team. Now, columnist, as you are just in last place, uh, we'll start with you. So we're going to start with Ronnie Corbett, who was 85 when he died in March. The next person I'm going to give you is Nancy Reagan. Was her age higher or lower than Ronnie Corbett's higher. when she died? Higher? Is correct. She was well 95 done. when she died in March. You can have a point. And you have the next one. Sir George Martin. Was his age higher or lower than 95? Lower. Is correct. He was 90. Prince. Was he uh, his age? Lower. lower. Very good. Uh, definitely lower. Is correct. Yeah. Well, was he 89? So he was 57 <laughs> when he died. Uh, Paul Daniels. Was his age higher or lower? It's got to be higher, is not it? Is correct. He was 77. Victoria Woods. Was her age higher or lower? Lower. Lower. Is correct. She was 62. David Bowie, was he his age higher or lower yeah, than 62? Higher. 69. Is correct, he was 69. Terry Wogan, was his age higher or lower? Higher. Lower. Is correct, it was higher, he was wasn't. 77. <laughs> <laughs> so you're clearing up, this is, the, yeah. this, is the, this is the hashtag Lib Dem fight back here. Yeah. <laughs> you're right back, innit? Uh, the next one. categorise us. Gene Wilder, higher or lower than Terry Wogan? Higher. higher. Higher is correct. He was 83. Uh, Leonard Cohen? Lower. Lower is the right answer. It says higher here, but then he was, he was 82. He was 82. And finally, uh, for the clean sweep, Phil and Jenny, Muhammad Ali, was he higher lower. or lower than lower. Leonard Cohen? Lower. Lower is correct. So apologies to Michael and Caroline, Lucy and Patrick, but... Uh, no, that's it. No, that's all the. Uh, for no, for no, no, Prince was younger than Nancy. There's a massive flaw in the format. Wait, <laughs> 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 hang on. As long as we still when win, this, we're happy. When this goes to the, when this goes to full series, we're going to have to uh, have to revisit that. I think. So that's that. Like, 
40 points to us and none to anybody else. <laughs> so it's now, it's now all to play for. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, the, um, this massive stitch up is worth winning. Um, so I take it all back about the format. This system is rigged, I tell you. Rigged, the system is rigged. So uh, let's take a look now at the scoreboard, if we can. Uh, the colonists have got 22 points. The politicians have also got 22 points. And the reporters have got 27 so there's only five points between it. Uh, the last one is now uh, fingers on buzzers. So let's try out our buzzers this time. Uh, uh, Patrick and Lucy. Very silly buzzer. Uh, Phil and Jenny. And finally, Michael and Caroline. Very good. There are quite a lot of these, so we'll just keep rattling through them. Right, here we go then. Uh, this is the final round. All to play for. Uh, if all mean you take to mean there's absolutely nothing to play for because there's no price. Right, question number one. Whose Twitter account was hacked in January with the message, here we, here we, here we effing go? Lucy. Jeremy Corbyn. Jeremy Corbyn is right. Who warns their children you might get a few oink oink noises at school but just try not to fight with anybody? Oh, there's the buzz here. Caroline and Michael? Uh, the Camerons, Dave Cameron's. Samantha. It was Samantha Cameron, that's correct. Mm. Next question. Complete this historic, inspiring political rallying cry. What do we want? <laughs> Phil? We've no idea. <laughs> Michael? Ledson for leader. Ledson for leader, of course it was. Of course it was. One of the great moments of, of the year. Who started their conference speech, their party conference speech? 67 plus 147 equals 214. Have a guess. Philip Hammond? Michael? Jeremy Corbyn. No. Andrea Ledson. No. Is a Tory woman called... I'm right, aren't I? You're Justin right. Greening. Yeah. I'm right so far. Yeah, you and are. it's not Justin Greening. It is... Uh, one of the other. It's not Liz Truss. It's not Nicky Morgan. It's the other one. Amber Rudd. No. It's not Amber Rudd either. It's lower down. Pretty Patel. I remember this. No. No. One with the black hair. Oh, it's... I've forgotten. Can I have half a point? Hilliers. Karen Bradley. (laughs) There we are. Yeah, Karen Bradley was the correct answer. Uh, Who is the new MP for Whitney? Michael? Robert Courts. Robert Courts is correct. What is Jeremy Corbyn's cat called? Uh, Patrick and Lucy? El Gato. El Gato is correct. What's the name of Chief Whit Gavin Williamson's tarantula? Phil, no, is incorrect. Who's that? Uh, uh, Lucy and Phil. Cronus. Cronus. <laughs> <laughs> Which Tory MP issued a sincere and heartfelt apology to the Commons after forgetting to declare £400,000 in earnings? Michael? Geoffrey Cox. Geoffrey Cox is correct. Which team won the men's parliamentary tug of war contest? The Commons or the Lords? Phil? Commons. Commons is a 50 50, that's correct. Uh, it emerged this year that Nick Clegg's election campaign included filming a shot for shot recreation of which pop video starring Tom Hanks? Unfortunately, it's never been released because they think it might be embarrassing. Have a go. Anyone? It was I Really Like You by Carly Rae Jepsen. A really tough <laughs> one, this one. Who's the Shadow Transport Secretary? <laughs> Caroline? Andy McDonald. Phil. <laughs> what did you My just voice say? just went Sorry. there. Who is he? Yes, you definitely didn't. Yeah. Uh, very good. Right, this is good. <laughs> Whose recipe is this? Let me read the whole thing before you buzz in because I think it's very 
stirring. A Tory mum's recipe for a perfect British society. Take one cup of Anglo-Saxon determination. Mix with a jug full of Muslim respect for the family. Stir in a pinch of traditional Asian modesty. Whisk with two tablespoons full of a military respect for authority. Serve on a bed of Eastern European work ethic and enjoy with a full glass of British belief in the freedom of the individual. Lucy? Andrea Ledson. Andrea Ledson, of course it was. God, she's not Prime Minister. <laughs> <laughs> Which Labour MP called Ken Livingstone a Nazi apologist before he hid in the toilet? John Mann. Phil is John Mann, that's correct. How many Labour MPs voted against Jeremy Corbyn in the vote of no confidence? Lucy and Patrick? 172. Is correct. Who was Ed Ball's dance partner on Strictly? Oh. Katya. Katya. Jones. <laughs> half a point each. Half a point for each. Yeah. Half a point for Caroline. Third, because we said it as well. Catch yeah. as, uh, you're too far. You're sitting too far away from me. I can't hear you. Uh, what was the name of the MP's aide who carried the "Have your cake and eat it" note as she walked into Number Ten? Michael Julia Dockerell is the correct answer. And the final question: How many people does Theresa May follow on Twitter? Phil, one. No. Patrick, forty-two. No. Michael and Caroline? None. None is the correct answer. Well, there we go. Uh, that is the end of the um, hugely popular and certain to return <laughs> Red Box uh, big quiz of the year. Let's take a look at the scoreboards. Well, despite their heroic fight back, very much in third place, the, the Lib Dems of the, uh, of the day with 24 points are the Colonists. In second place with 30 and a half points are the politicians. Yay! And only winning by two points in the end, but winning all the same with 32.5 points is the reporters. Hooray! <laughs> a very special thank you to Michael Gove, Caroline Flint, Phil Collins, Jenny Russell, Patrick Kidd and Lucy Fisher. I'd also like to thank Hannah McGrath for keeping score and David McGuire for making the podcast sound brilliant, not just today, but all year. Thank you for listening, not just to this, but to all the podcasts this year. Do tell your friends... And have a very Merry Christmas. As the late, great Gene Wilde used to say, we are the music makers, we are the dreamers of dreams. For me, Matt Chorley, it's goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, Merry Christmas. <laughs> this episode of Politics Without the Boring Bits is brought to you by Luton Rising, owners of London Luton Airport, the UK's most socially impactful airport. Find out more at lutonrising.org.uk. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.